Welcome to the Popular Park for Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Tyler. Are you okay, Tyler? Are you? What's wrong? Everything. <laughs> the start to this episode, that's what's wrong. What? Me, Why? Tyler. Do you want to start over? Because I don't like being asked how I'm doing. Welcome to the Popular Apocrypha Podcast. I'm Riley. Sound more enthusiastic about it, why don't you? I'm Tyler. Welcome to the Popular Apocrypha Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Tyler, brother. <laughs> I'm, I'm Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> You know that that's the one that I'm going to keep, right? Yeah, like probably. Being in the room with Randy Savage. <laughs> uh, anyway, welcome. Uh, if this is your first time joining us... What's his name in Spider-Man? Bonesaw? Randy Savage. Wait, let me think. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Bonesaw is ready. Is that? Because yeah. it's the boulder in Avatar Last that's Airbender. That's right. <laughs> the boulder! <laughs> anyway, if this is your first time uh, joining us for the popular Apocrypha podcast, I uh, really appreciate you being here. Uh, quoting Randy Savage is not normal. It's no. just an episode whatever we, kind of thing. I don't we, know what episode we, we're on. We are a Randy Savage fan cast. Or <laughs> <laughs> we just keep you up to date on what's up with Randy Savage's life. Yeah. You know, I've sometimes thought every now and then about what would be the most opposite of what this podcast is. And that might be it. That might be the furthest away from what we actually are. We spend the first half an hour talking about Randy Savage, uh, Savage's life and teachings. And then the last half an hour uh, taste testing Slim Jims. <laughs> Riley, that's it. <laughs> Anyway, mm, this one tastes like sadness. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Mixed kind of with the bottom of my boot. Ooh. Well, are so this bad. one tastes like the Seven Eleven restroom oh, floor. Eleven. Anyway, if if you want to uh, reach out to us in more ways than just listening to the podcast, um, you can find us on all the socials at uh, Papa Pock Podcast. That's at P O P A P O C Podcast. Um, you can find us directly online in our most unadulterated form, but still censored at www.popapoc.com. And you can also, if you want to, support us on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Papa Pock. Whoa. P-O-P-A-P-O-C. And you can find more content there as well. I'm just trying to give Nick the What kind of content there. can we find there? The death? Death glare. You can find... Oh, uh, I can see it. Here, do it again. Nah, I still can't see it. Well, you choose ignorance, Nick. <laughs> anyway. And we're back on brand. <laughs> we're on brand. Um, you can find disappointment. <laughs> interesting. You can find uh, our post shows where we just shoot, shoot the breeze. Um, and you can also find really cool episodes of uh, specialty content we call the Popular Apocrypha Appendices, um, where we talk about uh, themes and content that comes up in our normal discussion of characters that we normally don't have time to discuss in our character analyses. Wow, what's a good example of that, Riley? Uh, a really great example of that is uh, the time we talked about our most recent one is uh, the time we talked about what the differences are between where you are a where you are the character in media versus you play a character or you look through the eyes of a character in media and kind of where that plays out and how that affects the story. So I really enjoyed wow. it and I think you would too. Yeah. Wow. 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 Uh, <laughs> brother. Brother. <laughs> but for this episode, we are going to talk about Tarzan. Oh, I thought this was a Randy Savage pass. What? Podcast. Pass. <laughs> Podcast. Nope. This is Tarzan. Um, so... 
Buckle up, kids, because it's going to be a crazy flipping ride. So Dog the Bounty Hunter, does he count as a real human being or as a character? <laughs> anyway, so getting into Tarzan. In researching Tarzan, I found out that they're actually more than just the Disney movie version of the character. I mean, what? I kind of... Well, like, I knew that there were the black and white version of the character in, in old classic movies, and there was a Disney version, but I didn't know that the character started as a book series with the e- same name long before the movie was created. And boy, howdy... Could the book version and the movie version be any more different from each other? Um, But we're going to start with uh, the familiar Disney movie, um, considering that it's objectively one of the best Disney movies ever created. Yeah, and Phil Collins does the soundtrack. And Phil Collins does the soundtrack. Are we shouting out Phil Collins? I mean... Hashtag Phil Collins for life. Hashtag... I'm just Phil, saying. Phil Collins on popular podcast. Oh, that's the oh, full hashtag. Next week, tune in for Phil Collins. And that's to, not we what I can't have, promise that. No, 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 Nick. Well, we need we need people to use the hashtag Phil Collins on popular podcast oh, as a request and, right. t- and tweet at him. Right. That's, um, what, that's what we need. Tweet at Phil Collins and remind him that he will be on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're scheduled Friday at five. Um, I gonna be real with you. Phil Collins is my Friday mood playlist. I love Phil Collins. Um, <laughs> To be strong. Are we going to be copyright strike for that? Because I mean, I sound just like Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> Someone has to believe in you, Nick. Um, it's not if, me. <laughs> if you're not familiar with the Disney version of the movie, uh, then the summary is basically that Tarzan's parents get marooned on an island, Swiss Family Robinson style, after surviving a shipwreck. They build a home for themselves, only to get uh, basically flat out murked by a female leopard named Sabor. Coincidentally, a female gorilla named Kala or Kala lost her son to Sabor as well and is drawn to the cries of the young Tarzan as his parents are getting killed. Kala saves Tarzan and raises him as her own within the gorilla tribe, much to the chagrin and disapproval of Kala's mate, Kerchak. Tarzan grows up and tries to prove himself to the clan, culminating in him killing Sabor with a spear. Kerchak reluctantly approves of Tarzan after this point. Uh, dude, like, can we just love your kids? Like, even if they're not, I don't know. It just, Kerchak's a pretty huge d- Eventually, a team of English explorers arrives to study the gorillas, Professor Porter, his daughter Jane, and a hunter named Clayton. Jane finds herself separated from the group, chased by some mandrels, and Tarzan saves her and then falls madly in love with her, you know, the whole me, Tarzan, you, Jane thing. Jane takes Tarzan back to their camp, where Porter sees him as a possible missing link, worthy of study, and Clayton sees him as an opportunity to then find the gorillas. Kerchak, though, warns Tarzan to stay away from the humans, but Tarzan continues to go back, where the humans teach him about hum- about the human world and how to speak English eventually. Because he's in love. That's the power of love. Teach him to speak English because he's in love? That's not a Phil Collins song. No. Also, love is its own language. Is it Latin? It's, it involves moaning. Ah, French. Gotcha. <laughs> Long story short, the ship comes back to take the explorers home. Jane wants Tarzan to go with them. Tarzan wants Jane to stay. Clayton convinces Tarzan that to keep Jane here, he needs to show them where the gorillas are. Tarzan believes him, shows him the apes. Kerchak gets salty. Kala shows Tarzan his parents' treehouse. Tarzan wants to leave with Jane because he finds out that, well, he knew he was a human the whole time, but he's like, hey, this is where my parents came from. Let me go with Jane. Clayton betrays them all and locks the good guys up. Shocker. The good guys, the professor, Jane, and Tarzan escape. Clayton shoots Kerchak. Tarzan fights Clayton. Tarzan rips his gun apart and then spares Clayton's life. Clayton tries to attack Tarzan again, but gets entangled in vines and accidentally hangs himself. Kerchak uh, approves of Tarzan as his son, finally, and then dies after his wound. And the professor and Jane stay with Tarzan to live happily ever after. Now, let's talk about dark Disney scenes. Yeah. Like, seriously, dark For Disney scenes. Like, this real. movie got a lot of heavy, heavy scenes. Yeah. I remember, uh, so I used to live next to Disneyland when I was a kid. Um, and they had 
before they had Tarzan's treehouse, it was a Swiss Family Robinson treehouse. There's literally a part like where because it's a walkthrough ride. You're not on a ride or anything. You're just right. walking through yeah, it. Yeah. And there's a part where like you walk through the like when his parents get there and build the treehouse and stuff and like Tarzan's all happy and whatever. And then as you round the corner because you're up in the trees, you walk to another treehouse and like everything's all ripped apart like there's like curtains flowing in the breeze you look inside the house and like things have been blown over and like claw marks and blood everywhere and then when you round the corner and this is like you're a kid you're like six years old you round the corner and there's a leopard right there and just like growls at you you're like what the heck and Um, then you see clayton's hanging body Welcome to Disneyland. <laughs> Welcome to Deathland. Um, now, to, to continue with Tarzan, the books are similar to the Disney story in some ways, but they are drastically different in many other ways. Some key plot differences include the fact that in the books, Kerchek is actually the one to kill Tarzan's parents, not a leopard, and then eventually become his father, so that's kind of weird. Uh, Tarzan's English name is actually John Clayton. So they just pulled his last name as the villain in the movie. What? Also, his possible other English name is, uh, Nick, you're going to like this, uh, Viscount Greystroke. No way. Is his other. That's so cool. <laughs> um, it is implied in the books, however, that these names may actually be made up and Tarzan has an, a real name, but he just never gives out his real name. John Smith. Yeah, maybe. Mr. Doe. Mr. <laughs> yeah. Jane and her father are, uh, in the books, they are marooned on the island, not explorers. Um, also, they're American, not British in the books. Nice. Uh, lastly, in the books, Jane just flat out returns to America without Darcy. <laughs> and then... Uh, That's how I would do it, too. I'm not taking this wild man with me back home. <laughs> and then Tarzan has to leave the jungle to go find her. Um, what would my parents say? Oh, wait, my dad's with me. And he's <laughs> encouraging my relationship with this wild man. Well, I mean, you know? No, I don't know! Yeah. <laughs> when When love strikes... You wouldn't, are you telling me right now, you would encourage your daughter to have a relationship with a wild man that you met in the forest? If the wild man was like Tarzan, yes, and I will explain why. Because he's built so heavily, like, built so shredded. I will get to it. Yep, that's what it is. The books represent Tarzan much differently than the movies. He basically has zero character flaws whatsoever. He's described as being tall, athletic, handsome, and tanned with gray eyes and long black hair, wearing little clothes other than his loincloth. Nice. He's courageous, intelligent, loyal, and steadfast. He acts ethically in most situations, except whenever he's fueled by vengeance, such as when uh, when his ape mom gets killed in one of the books, or when he believes Jane has been killed in another book, then he acts out of vengeance and goes and seeks revenge, whatever. Um, He never cheats on Jane, even though he gets flirted with a lot in the books. He stands up for the weak. By gorillas? No, other people. He goes to America. Oh. Uh, He stands up for the weak. He's a good friend and a great host to visitors. Um, Also in the books, he's basically like an incredible superhuman. He's kind of like an early Superman. He can climb, uh, leap, as well as a great ape, if not better. He can swing from vines at incredible speed. He's got incredible strength, speed, stamina, agility, reflexes, senses, flexibility, durability, endurance, and he can swim like crazy distances. Um, He's been recorded to wrestle and win against full-grown apes, gorillas, lions, rhinos, crocodiles, pythons, sharks, tigers, man-sized seahorses, and even dinosaurs. (laughs) Wait, (laughs) dinosaurs? Yeah. What? Uh, he's, uh, he's basically an incredible tracker, super good with his senses. And then here's an interesting thing that's really different from the books. 
or really different from the movie. In the books, he's incredibly intelligent, and he was actually literate in English before being able to speak the English language. Okay. Uh, Jane basically like taught him how to speak English, uh-huh. but uh, while he was living among the apes, he went back to his uh, cabin built by his parents, and his parents had brought a, like a library over, and so he just read a ton of the books, self-taught himself how to read, basically. So he knew how to read English, but he couldn't speak English. And the books were about geography, world history, his family tree, mathematics. Like, he's basically self-educated himself to the point where he's a genius. Um, He just can't speak the languages. He's been recorded as learning new languages in days, um, being able to speak such languages as French, Finnish, English, Dutch, German, Swahili, Bantu dialects, Arabic, Ancient Greek, Ancient Latin, Mayan. Uh, he knows the language of the great apes. And, oh, he also knows the language of the Ant-Men. <laughs> what? I'm, just, so, I'm, I'm leaving these little, so he can I'm speak, these he little can speak, tidbits for you. He can speak uh, Paul Rudd. Last, That's what I'm hearing. What? I wish I could speak. Get it, Ant-Man. I wish I could speak Paul Rudd. Um, anyway, last but not least, to, to finish off kind of Tarzan's, uh, like, archetype, um, when he speaks also he's been he's he's known as being very um like prim and proper like not really speaking unless he's been spoken to and his grammar is perfect um oh and last but not least uh, when he was with the ant man ant man he found these pills that gave him uh, eternal life oh. so um i thought they were going to be little blue pills were no. they made of quantum energy no cuz it was paul rudd okay uh no Tell i me. have all that to questions. say so i really only have two questions so first Dinosaurs and second Ant Man. Um, I'm I'm gonna be real with you. I am only an expert, really, in the Disney movie. Um, there is an extensive. Come out. <clears throat> what expert? As in, like you've spent five thousand hours like, like studying. The as Disney in, movie? when I was a child, it was my favorite Disney movie, and I would run around the house in nothing but my underwear and hit things with rocks. That sounds like an Look, expert. I, to I me. am an expert. I, I still do that. <laughs> That's Nick's home defense method. Yeah. Joke's on you. Anytime somebody comes in my house, I just come swinging in my underwear with rocks. With rocks. <laughs> I want Nick. Tarzan has been in, in the books. He's been in many different books that were commissioned by the author and then several other books that were like granted with the blessing of the author. And then beyond that, there are also spinoffs. So he's... Uh, Wait a minute. So not all the books were written by the same dude? Uh, most of them were. Not all of them were. If they weren't written by the same dude, they were uh, commissioned with the blessing of that guy, saying like, "Yeah, your concept is good. I like it. Go with it." Um, also, a fun fact that I forgot to mention—that's really, really funny. Um, Tarzan and his, you know, uh, philosophy of return to the wilderness, right? Like, get back to nature—that kind of whole um, anthem that that he represents—has um, <clears throat> been uh, noted uh, by Jane Goodall to be her inspiration to go actually seek out the apes and hang out with the apes. Like her inspiration to do that was Tarzan. And she's been quoted as saying, uh, yeah, I would have made a better wife for Tarzan than Jane. (laughs) (laughs) So that's pretty funny. Not hard. Yeah. She's like, I know more about apes than she ever did. Yeah. (laughs) What a loser. Anyway. So with Tarzan, right. When, when we go to improve him, um, there are a couple different routes that we can take it, and I kind of want to see what what people favor. But um, one of our options, right, is to continue the anthology of Tarzan and make a like story, like a book ish, in which he is altered and something about him changes, 
or we can completely redesign the character and start from scratch, or we can take the basic outline of the character that we've been given and give him some flaws. Because in, in reality, he's basically a like primitive Superman. He, I mean, he can't fly or shoot lasers, but he can basically like wrestle a dinosaur, right? And, and he, he can live forever, and he can talk to anything, right? He's just got a different skill set. He's basically a superhero. So what I'm hearing is we got to change Tarzan into Randy Savage. No. Because he can wrestle so good. No. Tarzan could out-wrestle Randy Savage. No, Randy Savage is the cream of the crop. And you know the cream always rises to the top, brother. You're not contributing. I, <laughs> I disagree. What do you think, Tyler? You're awfully quiet. What if Tarzan uh, had know. the same basic backstory and then went, you know, went with Jane to to America or England, uh, you know, whatever, and then. They broke up, and he couldn't find work except as a male stripper. Changes his name to Christian Grey. Why don't no. we just keep the story exactly the same but swap species? And Tarzan is an ape found by human people, and uh, then a, a bunch of apes wash up on shore, and then he's like, oh, I'm not a human. And then he takes over <laughs> the planet and grant. Boom, but he's still, the apes. But he's still super... Um, yeah, it's a new start to Planet of the Apes. Boom, it fixed it. <laughs> He's he's still super uh, intelligent and very, uh, um, what's the word, like suave with his words, and so he ends up at Parliament. <laughs> I didn't know that it was possible to hate an idea this much. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! Hmm, interesting. I'm, You're one to I'm talk. Kidding? No, I know. I'm I don't want to hear it ever. If you're ever negative on this podcast ever again, I'll quit. <laughs> Try me. <laughs> Okay. Here, okay, here. what? You're going to try me? Please don't. <laughs> I'm bluffing. Here we go. Uh, I'm not going to be negative at all. I'm going to say yes to every idea, but in order to do that effectively, we do need to progress linearly. I've changed my mind. I don't to want to do that. progress linearly. So we Tyler need to, to start with the beginning need, of no, uh, how is he born? I need you to help us rein this in at all times. How is he born? You need to continue your Tyler, your will you, Tyler, Tyler, keep, will you please say no to some ideas? Will you nope. keep being my dad? You, ha- you have to say yes. Please. <gasps> No, that wasn't an idea. Oh, nice. That wasn't really an idea. Got him. What, what did you say? How he said he, he wanted. He, he asked how he was born. Well, Tyler, when a mommy and a daddy yeah. love each other very much, mm-hmm. they procreate. Okay. And a baby comes out. Where? The jungle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Tarzan is born in the jungle. That's different. Uh-huh. Well, that's already different. Well, in the books, he, it's he not. Was, he was, they've really? got nothing better to yeah. do on the island. In the books, he's born in the jungle. Oh. Yep. Um... On the movie, in the movie, he's on a on a boat. He's a baby at the time. Um, and baby I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that his parents were also Elsa and Anna's parents. Uh, okay, we're yeah. not talking about that. Can we just get so, back to the character? I think you're right, though. It's proven. Okay. It's, yeah, basically, yeah. basically. I'm on board. Yeah. Okay. So, so he also has magic freezy powers. Okay. Okay. Um, but uses them for evil instead of good. Okay. So, uh, instead of, and so he he still kills the jaguar, but instead of using a a large pointy stick. He kills him with his eyes powers. Okay, now Riley, before you say now, <laughs> I'm actually, aside from any previous bit, actually on board with this. I'm not. <laughs> because you don't want Tarzan to have cool ice powers. There, there is good reason to think, and supposedly, I think in the second Frozen movie, we might actually get it for realsies confirmed. Supposedly, um, that Tarzan is uh, the younger brother of Elsa and Donna. Do you think Tarzan is going to show up? And 
uh, Elsa's powers are never fully explained where they come from. She just has them. So maybe maybe it's genetic. Maybe we decide that that's what it is. And Tarzan has ice powers. Or maybe maybe instead of ice powers, maybe he has jungle powers, right? Maybe he can like make plants grow and stuff. Or maybe he can talk to animals. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. He, he can, can already do that. That kind of does help explain why that's possible. If he has superpowers. I actually really like that. Turn him into an actual superhero. Well, my only... it, but, but nobody understands that that's what's happening. Even even the people watching right. the Disney movie, like me as a kid, right. I didn't think it was like superpowers. I just thought that he was like, he grew up. He just grew up that way. So it's just how language. it was. But what if it's because of his parentage being the, the his parents were like harbingers of magic. Right. And it imbued him with this ability to talk to animals and um, give him uh, the ability to build incredible strength and dexterity and live forever and or maybe not live right. forever but these other attributes so this is just another version of the incredibles huh kind of huh? family of superheroes <laughs> well i mean uh, okay then all, it's, all, it's another all version. disney movies are in the same universe so they're supposedly i mean it you could pick any other superhero family and claim what you just claimed i guess yeah like sky high I love Sky I High. I love Sky High. I was thinking about it earlier today. That's kind of weird. <laughs> I actually was. I was thinking about it this afternoon. I was thinking about the the scene where they play uh, Save the Citizen. Oh yeah. And the two the two bad dudes are like I, obviously we want to be villains. Like that's not a red flag. Like come on, <laughs> come on. It's that's somebody a, do something. A, we should maybe maybe that'll be uh, one of our next characters. We'll do somebody from Sky High. Anyway, we'll do Sky High and make ourselves superheroes in high school. <coughs> we'll be the bus driver. Anyway. My powers <gasps> okay, okay. Bring it back in, please. What do you want? I <laughs> want you to listen dad, to me. You don't want him to have ice powers. What do you want? I want you. I don't want ice powers either I, anymore. Oh Sorry. my God. I, I want the, the nature powers. I am okay with it. I am a little worried about connecting them to other characters we haven't talked about yet. Well, we have talked about Elsa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she was like a demon. And? Kind of. We, uh, we can make Tarzan a demon. It's fine. No. We gotta go. This could be an all, an all in your head episode. Because Tarzan's all up in Jane's head. I also, my only other worry is I don't want to build Tarzan's character based off of something that's already been talked about in other circles. Right? Like the possibility of him being connected. We can. I just, I don't know. I'd rather start so, from scratch. So you want you want to tear his character down to the core and then rebuild around that. I mean, I kind of like doing a little bit of fan service at the core, and then we take it and do whatever we want with it. Okay. But like the little bit of fan service is acknowledging the theory, give, and then any everything else, like giving him like powers and stuff. Like that's all. So we recognize. That's all us. We recognize that he is related to, to Elsa. Elsa. Maybe and not Anna. What? We haven't talked. We haven't talked about Anna yet. Maybe Anna's adopted. We don't know. <gasps> Yikes. No, there's nothing yikes about that. It's totally <laughs> fine. Nicholas. I have an adopted sister. Don't Nicholas me. <laughs> okay. I, I like I so. like the little bit of fan service and then we do whatever we want from there. Okay. Okay. Personally. Alright, so we'll start we'll start from there. So the skeleton of this character is that they are attached to these Elsa and Anna via boat crash parents. And I'm imagining on some level we're gonna keep the fact that they were killed yes. by something. Uh, do we want them to be killed? He by... was raised by apes. I like I so the Kerchak thing brings in a lot of cool drama stuff. We could just tie in Moana and have the ocean kill them. I'm kidding. Okay, sweet. We're gonna tie in all the Disney movies right <laughs> and now. And the beast so, falls yeah, out of the sky. And the beast come in. Beast is Kerchak. <laughs> Bell and Beast come in and they tell him no, to no. stop being a loser. Okay, I think and they teach him how to how to build robots and then and then Big the, Hero Six. Yeah, and then Big Hero. <laughs> I. That's a great movie. It is a great movie. Um, okay, so I think 
Tarzan's parents either die because of just the forest. Like the forest has some, I don't know, like maybe <laughs> the forest. Well, the forest is like magical or whatever. It gets them. Or I wanted to contribute to what you were saying about the forest killing them uh, with with uh, the with Tarzan having powers thing. What if Tarzan, as a baby, is like throwing a fit and a- essentially accidentally calls like like telepathically sort of thing the jaguar to the treehouse? Yikes! That's so sad. Like he's like sad or like angry. Like as a he's like a two year old toddler and he's angry because his parents took away his his binky or whatever what? I, I don't care um his parents did some he's mad at them he and he telepathically calls the jaguar to the house because his anger like seeps out and calls the jaguar to him so his parents are like his dad is like mad talented as a carpenter yeah right that's true because they build that huge tree house and it's bad yeah, swiss family robinson style yeah it's like super cool that's all i had to say hopefully about people that. know that matter know what swiss family robinson Thanks. is <laughs> um I'm I'm cool with that. That he his like unchecked powers are what killed his parents, similar to how Elsa's unchecked powers are what hurt Anna. <gasps> exactly. Yeah. And even further, we could well, we should probably not quite uh, commit to this, but nope. with what you said earlier about Tarzan being very like ethical and meaning well, except when he's vengeful, maybe that's when things happen that are outside of his control. Mm, that's when or, he hangs when Clayton. Rather, rather, so uh, Elsa, <laughs> Elsa is like fear, like leads to her being out of control. But Tarzan, it's like vengeful anger, righteous anger, sort of thing. We're we're so just as a side note, building a a pantheon of Disney super powered gods. Oh yeah, because we had the three the three uh-huh, princesses, the princesses, and which they, is a whole other matter. They exist like outside of. Like time and because they are like they are like they're like gods. Yeah, they really are. So these are just super powered people existing within that. Yes. Oh my. Within our universe. Within our universe. Yeah. Yeah, but we also took took Hercules. We made him an alien. Yeah, made him. Well, he he was no longer a demigod. He was. He was a. He was basically an alien bounty hunter. Kinda. Here's the thing. We kind of took away his superpowers. In our universe, there exists science, magic, and there's there's lore there. I come from a world where they're one in the same. I was gonna say that. Story is so cool. <laughs> anyway, get back to Tarzan. So, okay, I like maybe he was throwing a ten- temper tantrum and then he the parents died for some... Do we want it to be an animal killed them or do we want it to be... He kills them with his bare hands. No. Stuffs his little baby fist down their throat. <laughs> no, no. I, oh. No. No. Yeah, maybe the maybe the panther still kills them and then he's, he's rescued by the apes. Because and, then he's scared and then the apes come. Right, and then the apes are similar... In the way to the trolls, where like the trolls understand the magic, the apes understand the magic of the forest. I like that. Um, Oh, in like Frozen, the Rolly Troll Boys. Gotcha. Yep. It's like it's like playing online chess where you set the other AI to easy difficulty, and they're about two turns behind you. So the apes understand the magic of the forest, Um, and then maybe Tarzan's coming of age is when he. Um, gets maybe mad again at the fact that Kerchak doesn't accept him. And then the panther comes and attacks the tribe. And then when he kills the panther, right, he maybe the panther dematerializes into magic or whatever. And like he realizes that, oh, I am the I am the cause of this and has like like I, I don't remember the Elsa episode super well because I didn't think we were going to pull it in for this episode. So I didn't research it. But um, I don't know if Elsa went mad in that episode or not. 
Um, but if she did, like maybe this is the difference between them, right? Like he he's uh, he becomes grounded and understanding of the power that he has in this moment. I right. kind of like that. What if instead of, you know, this physical creature dematerializing, though, what if it's like um, uh, he kills the, the creature, which is the, it's ba- it's essentially like an, it's a vessel of his vengeance, right? Like that's what this, this jaguar is. And then he kills it and le- like a light switch suddenly flips he and his, like, he's like calm instantly. And like, he's a smart dude. We've already established that the canon demands that, unless we change that, but the previous canon demands that he's, like he's really a smart, smart, he's a smart guy. Like he would recognize, whoa, that was weird. I, I killed that. And now I'm great. Like I'm totally hundred percent Zen compared to what I was a moment ago. So I think that he would recognize that he, he would probably begin to investigate why, what's going on there and how that is impacting him. Um, given that obviously the, the Jaguar is the, is the vengeance in a way, and then he kills it and it's gone. So I think that he would come to an understanding rather than, you know, having to have like an animal dematerialize or right. like disintegrate or whatever. Okay, so. cool. What, um, what are some of his powers? I mean, super strength. Very strong. But is it like... He's allergic to bullets. That's not a power. So when they, they hit shoot him, him he sneezes and then Probably. he dies? Most likely. Best case okay. scenario, he dies. Worst case scenario, he has an allergic reaction. Okay. Gets a little itchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, super, with, huh? that's pretty cool super. All right. Um, He's going to not mumble. He has to. It's a, it's his brand. <laughs> so super strength, I guess we should probably talk about his abilities in, in like, you know, is is he able to... He can talk to animals. He, so he's able to talk to animals. We know that. I mean, maybe his powers are just all jungle centric and the super, like the super strength, super speed isn't a power. It's just because he trains. That's what I was thinking. Because he's so cut. He's yep. shredded. We're all about them shredded boys on popular apocrypha. Yeah, we is. That's why we're all. <laughs> Never mind. As we sit here slouched over. <laughs> <laughs> Look. <laughs> We're all about it. That doesn't mean we are. <laughs> yeah, never like, mind. I'm also not a superhuman who can talk to animals, and I'm allergic to, well, kind of allergic to bullets, but like, if they hit me right, I'll die. Not the way. Not the same way. You're just immediately anaphylactic. To bullets. Yeah. Bang around, though, I just bring out in hives, and my throat swells up, and then I die. Does that mean that I'm immediately anaphylactic to the vacuum of space? Probably. probably. Cool. I'm well, I mean, pretty allergic to death. <laughs> just get really quiet. Isn't death just... The process of becoming anaphylactic. <laughs> yes. We're not scientists. <laughs> we I'm not a doctor, works. but it sounds pretty solid to me. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I, just I, become I, allergic to oxygen real quick and stop breathing. Uh, fun fact. Oxygen is kind of what kills you because you are constantly burning oxygen in your cells. In other words, on a microscopic level, you are within every cell, yourself. you are burning alive. Fun fact. That's why it burns when I pee. Yeah, that's why I'm <laughs> Because it's supposed to bring oxygen. <laughs> but they're doing it so good. It's just so hot. That's why so I need these jokes, guys. They're so good. Have Nick say them. No. Oh, sorry. Here. No. So is that. <laughs> no. So is that why it burns when Riley pees? <laughs> and then laugh track. <laughs> so he trains mostly. Um, like yeah, One Punch Man. Yeah, or like yeah. CrossFit. Who would win in a fight between Tarzan and One Punch Man? One Punch Man. One Punch Man. Yeah, probably. I mean, who, that's... Who would win in a fight between Superman and One Punch Man? One, one Punch, Punch Man. Man. I mean, that's the whole... That's the bit. It's kind of his so, thing. It's kind of his shtick. His... his um, 
like, do we want to change anything? Do we want to give him any flaws? Because the, I mean, we've kind of given him a flaw in the sense that, like, he's prone to vengeance. But that was already kind of And he's allergic to bullets. The, Nick. It's, yeah, no. Yeah, it's yes, a flaw. Yes, Nick, he's completely allergic to bullets. Yeah, great suggestion. <laughs> Good work. Bite me. <laughs> Are there any other character traits that we want him to, like, any negative character traits? Like if he's if he's, he's prone to vengeance, is he also he's greedy? Well, obviously he has daddy issues. He's a cl- yeah. So that's another thing that obviously. we could elaborate on. Why is uh, that? Oh, because, because of Kerchak. Well, and now in retrospect, in hindsight, he may come to the conclusion that he has killed. He killed his dad. If he recognizes, does he recognize that? I think it's a big question. It, yeah, I don't know. Would he have been old enough to remember, like him getting upset with his parents? Like he, at that point, he, maybe he'd have to be like four. Well, but if his if his you know uh, ape family told him that the leopard is what killed his parents, and then he kills the leopard, he would and... make the logical connection that oh he, he could he could make yeah. that he could make that jump. Assuming he's crazy smart, like we're saying he is. Um, well, I, I want him to be smart. Yeah, I want him too. to be crazy me, smart. Me too. So yeah, so he makes he he connects the dots and uh blames himself for the death of his parents. Yep. Okay. Yikes. So So I, I assume that haunts him. I mean I would imagine. But it wouldn't hit him until he's already an adult. He wouldn't that well, rec- that, that wouldn't realization the fact that it would haunt him. Right, right. But that I mean the trauma that that would cause to someone that is young compared to someone that's like, you know, 26 or whatever. Like, that's a different kind of trauma, like psychologically. So prone to vengeance, prone to rage. I think so. Um, All of the like anger emotions, basically. He's a very angry. He, he can get angry. He's got a temper. Yeah. Okay. So he's got rage issues. He's got um, attachment issues because yep. of his like multiple fathers that and, have been... and we already see that like in the disney movie yep oh man the scene with young tarzan and uh, uh what was the name of the ape mama kala 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 uh like down by the water and they do the hand thing yeah that so that, hits. It, that it hits that hits yeah but he loves his mom yep yep um <clears throat> and then maybe so that's his negative character traits i like the fact that he's still smart he can learn languages really fast. He trains well, so that's why he is super strong and and all that stuff. So, other than talking to animals, just naturally being able to speak their language, right? And when people look at it from the outside, they're like, "Oh, he learns languages really fast." But it's just like he can just maybe he can hear them talk for a little bit and then be able to just immediately piece right, together language. Right. Um, what other jungle powers does he have? Like, I kind of imagine he has some kind of vine. I was going to go the same direction. I was going to say the same sort of thing. It's like a kind of like Spider-Man, but instead of like him shooting the vines out, like he can just kind of force grab the vines towards him. Maybe not like super dramatic, you know, like, like force grab, like they don't shoot at like a hundred miles an hour into his hand, but like they like, they, they sway according to Uh, his movement. It's a little more natural, a little more flow rather than like, you know, Suddenly, oh, zoop, and now there's a light, lightsaber in his hand sort of thing. Not, right. not that kind of force grab, right? But, like, you know, they they move with him. Like, as he's moving, they kind of, like, pull toward him a little bit, and it's a little bit more natural. So it, it sounds like he's got more of a jungle attunement right now kind than of. an actual jungle power. Yeah. I like that, personally. I mean, the talking to, anim- uh, the talking to animals is kind of, like, the power part of it, though. Um, Are you not as big of a fan of the attunement? No, I'm I'm cool with the attunement thing, and that that's kind of nice too, because then it's not 
super he's not like a super powered right person. right he's not like superman um well his powers are tied to nature in my head like that's how i'm envisioning him right and so the way that his powers come across i would like to be a little more natural in form too at least that's that's what i'm thinking do you think when he uh like when he goes to america and stuff if we want to keep that in the story but when he puts on like suits and ties and stuff he loses his like his uh attachment to nature so like just he, like he has to wear a loin loincloth only to be attached to nature, ooh, or kind of like a or Toph, to be in tune with nature, or maybe kind of like Toph in um, in Avatar: The Last Airbender, in order to like really fully feel and utilize his like abilities and and be it fully attuned. Uh, the one thing he has to make sure that he for sure has, like the the suit and tie, would definitely be like a personal inconvenience. But I'm imagining shoes would be like the one thing that like he can't do shoes and hands probably he right. can't wear shoes, yeah and gloves like those those are no-nos like those he's like no like that's not gonna happen and if he like has shoes he's gonna tear off the bottoms of them and like so that he can feel the, the dirt under his feet but then when he's like in a city and it's like concrete sort of like brick like that's when he feels truly very uncomfortable like out of his element like totally removed from nature sort of feel um, even if the if, even if he's in a park but standing on a sidewalk that are like not able to like grab like the dirt the earth the the grass like you know something that is natural then that's when I, I that's when I would think that he would feel the most out of out of his comfort zone okay so we've we've kind of and we don't want him to have any other powers really not that the, I can think of this is kind of an attunement thing maybe he has jungle <laughs> sp speech like he can learn languages really fast and he has jungle vision. Oh, okay. So like he can he can maybe see through the like fine details in between the trees or things that are moving. Maybe that's why he's so good at swinging because time can like slow down for him I like or that. just a heightened sense of perception. And with that, also uh, tracking as well. Yes, because he's a great tracker too. Yes, yeah, definitely. like how he spots the jaguar in the rain because he's so good at seeing things and the and elephants smelling. under the water and yep. the hippos under his bed what because uh -huh. that he has a pet hippo excuse me except he can talk to hippos so those animals are all sentient are you high that's confusing <laughs> anyway what are you talking about <laughs> if i i was thinking it would be cute if tarzan had a pet hippo but uh -huh. then i was like wait he can talk to to jungle animals is that all jungle animals because if so like that means that like like all jungle animals are at least semi-sentient if not like fully like self-aware and sentient well it's so not like he you're getting I, he can communicate this. with them he doesn't necessarily like hey bud how you doing right yeah yeah. Well, it's like it's like aqua boy man aquaman okay that kind of communication gotcha yeah, it's okay. not like it's not like he's having a full-on conversation about how the tuna's wife is doing he just tells it like yo Go. But with some animals more so, like with yep. apes, like, with like apes. it's conversational. And the elephants. Right. Yeah. Um. So now that we've kind of established Tarzan. I mean, the jaguar never talks. Because he's an embodiment of vengeance. Well, whenever, whenever, the, whenever, the the jaguar, whenever the jaguar is near Tarzan, it's it's there because it's been like taken over. Because it's uh, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so we've established Tarzan. Kind of the backstory, his powers and stuff. Do we want to add any other flaws to him other than the rage and the vengeance? I thing? would like to add something, and I don't know if you would exactly classify it as a flaw. I think that whenever uh, Tarzan first gets taken to a zoo in, like, uh, whether that's America or the UK, he, like, flips his lid. 
like he starts breaking the animals out of their cages and like letting them run free and like trying to get them to the nearest like boat harbor and getting them on a boats to take them back to their homes because like he can like talk to them and hear them and or he's in new york and he just takes them all to central park <laughs> right yeah or so, like yeah. what the, whatever he can do to return them to the closest form of their natural environment that he can he like flips out and that's that's what he does cool some might think of that as a flaw some might not I don't think of it as necessarily a flaw as much as it's like a plot point. Yeah, I think it's something that could happen in one of the stories. Exactly. Does is he a vegetarian? Um, I mean, in the books, he's uh, his favorite meal is meat that he's killed himself, preferably after he's allowed it to ferment and rot a couple days, literally. So I don't think that he's he dry ages it. <laughs> I, I think if if he can't get the meat and hunt the meat himself i think that he's vegetarian but if he can and he always can uh then he just gets his own meals he's in new york and he just pulls out a slingshot really quick and shoots down a pigeon yeah or five or six (laughs) um does i know our character isn't really jane or professor porter but does tarzan have ever have a love interest does tarzan ever meet jane tarzan falls in love with clayton well clayton clayton's only in the movie not in the book Clayton's a good villain. I like Clayton. I mean, I don't like Clayton. I, I, I hate him, right? But I'm supposed to. And they made me do that. And so... They didn't make you do anything. You chose. I actively choose to hate certain people. Yep. That's correct. You choose to hate over love. That so is who's, correct. who's the real villain here? You. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. um, No, I'm, I'm on board with, with some sort of relationship, romantic or otherwise, with Jane. Um, I think that it would be really funny if, like... First and foremost, like uh, like timeline wise, if Tarzan and the professor were like bros first, like maybe uh, Jane doesn't come to the island initially, but the professor does and they like become uh. friends. And then next time the professor comes, Jane comes and they like already like they're already bros. They already know each other. They're already going to hang out. They already know. Um, and then Jane's there. And then then maybe they develop uh, some something beyond friendship. The Tarzan um, and the professor. Yes, I'm on board. Or maybe Tarzan is just asexual. I'd be okay with that too. He reproduces via polyps. That's not the that's, nope, that's a different different thing. That's asexual reproduction. That's what you said. No, that's we're not what I said. S- no. <laughs> <laughs> just no. He polyps off. That's the on- that's the other part of the jungle superpower that we forgot to mention. <laughs> or he spores. Maybe Tarzan <laughs> just spores everywhere. Maybe Tarzan wants to. Like, fall in love with Jane, but is super scared about what he did to his parents and doesn't want to have, like, that happen to anyone else. And with the attachment issues that we've already added into the canon based on that, I mean, yeah. Yeah, he operates like Ross and Rachel. I'm just kidding. Yikes. I hate that. Nope. No, no, no. Not like that. <clears throat> okay. Throwback. So, what, with with that then, what does Tarzan look like? What, like, because in, in, the, in the books, you know, he's the most ideal man tall handsome tan skin dark hair green eyes whatever in in the movie you know he's tall strong tan but like brown dreads and green eyes i guess i I don't know do we want to change any of that or i do want to change his hair otherwise i can't think of anything off the top of my head that i want to change but i do want to change his hair very much and i'd like it to be because he's related to elsa nana uh I'd like him to at least be related to Anna, right? With massive frizzy red hair, like like super unkempt red gonna, hair. He's gonna look like Carrot Top. Yeah, I was thinking it's more like 
have you seen Game of Thrones? We. Oui. Yeah. Do you know who Tormund is? The character? <laughs> yeah. Uh, thinking like that kind of red hair, but like even more bigger it's and like more a strawberry blonde. Uh, pretty red. Mm. It's, pre- it's pretty red. It's pretty light. Or you could have him to relate to Elsa and Anna be a red frizzy hair with white tips. Frosted, frosted tips. tips. Yes. I actually hate that. Idea. No, it's perfect. <laughs> oh, frosted because it's frozen, and... and he has ice powers. No, he no. doesn't. All comes full circle. Have you sat in on this episode? Not really. Okay. <laughs> on brand. I I can't do the frosted tips. No, I can't either. I, it was I, a joke. At some point, we will do a character that has frosted tips. I mean, Definitely. You just give him I, hair just like, not there yet. Like old school Justin Timberlake, where it looks like he just puts some top ramen on his head. Ooh, yikes. Nah. Nah, 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 nah. Um, or we, his or hair we can could be white. That could happen. Nah, I like the red hair. I like the red hair, honestly. I like it. I feel like it gives him a more natural look. But not like, I'm having trouble. It, it's not like red frizzy, like brave. No, nah, hers is red curly, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, hers is more like curled hair. So kinda. what? It's red... frizzy, but like. So what? Uh, like an afro? <laughs> but he, but it's uh, kind of. I knew it. But it's it's afro. more it's more mullet esque. It's longer in the back. I mean, oh, I like um, that. And uh, maybe uh, the he the, he only wears two pieces of clothing ever um, that he likes: the loincloth and then like something to tie his hair back out of his face. Ah, uh, makes sense. Into, okay. into a man bun. Okay, sure. I don't think you would know what a man bun was. No, he just does that. I think and... he would just tie it out of his face, like with like a bandana style. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. That's, with yeah. some vines. I'm fine with the vines. That works fine. <laughs> like where would he get a bandana? No, I mean, well, where, where do you would get, get a loincloth? The, the skin of animals. Okay. You yeah. answered your own question. You, you take the intestine out of a wild boar's belly. Yeah. You empty it of all of its contents. You uh-huh. let it dry out for approximately two weeks in uh-huh. the sun during uh-huh. the summer. Uh-huh. And then you, uh, well, you do, what is it that you have to do to like make sure that it's, uh, yeah, you, you turn it into hide. And then you, but it's, it's stretchier, skin, but it's, well, it's, so it's stretchier because it's the intestine. And then you use that as a hairband. Don't question it. I'm not questioning anything. I'm just asking questions. Also, there would definitely be cloth left over from shipwrecks and things washing up on shore and the treehouse and all sorts of things. So he finds a bandana. Maybe that's an heirloom per se left over from his mom. No. And that's like one of his treasured possessions. Gross. And in one story, somebody takes it. And he goes into a revengeful wrath, but it's in them. New York City, and it calls a flock of pigeons, and it's the birds, and it, like, attacks the person. Well, so it does sound like he has a power, then, if the vengeance can manifest. But, so, maybe I didn't very clearly explain what I was thinking of by the whole vengeance animal power thing. Like, like when he gets mad, any sort of anger, right, it, it, it like, calls upon an animal to assist him in righting the wrong that has befallen him. So, say he's in New York, and he gets mad at somebody for stealing his hairband, and it was just an accident, though, but he doesn't realize that. Uh, maybe it was like he was staying in a hotel, and the cleaning service accidentally threw it away, or whatever. And Does he, he get gets really vengeance, and he gets he gets really vengeful, and he uh, and because he does get vengeful, a bunch of pigeons like come to him, or or other or rats, or whatever, whatever animals are handy, they come to him, and they they swarm out to find the stealer, the thief that stole his the stealer. Just a bunch like of stray cats. Stealer is my Ooh. new favorite word for thief. Um, the stealer. The stealer of the bandana. Did you know New York City has the highest uh, per capita population of raptor birds? Did not know that. The more you know. So does he ever gain control of that? Like he can influence specific animals to come to his aid? 
I don't want him to, but that's my opinion. I don't want him to have control over that. Because, like, the whole point is, like, he's... Uh, other than, like, preventative. Like, he manages his anger. He doesn't uh, manage his ability over the over the animals. Okay. Same with uh, Elsa. Like, well, Elsa's a little more complex. I mean, that's different. But okay. that's, that's my opinion. Who's going to play this new Tarzan? Michael Bolton. No. Jim Gaffigan. No. Come on. Who has red hair? I mean, honestly, the guy from Game of Thrones that plays Tormund would be amazing. Let me. But Bill is Cosby. this an animated film? So are we choosing a voice actor, or is this a, a live action film? And we're choosing and we're choosing <laughs> um, a live actor to perform as this individual uh, on on film. I kind of would like it to be animated, personally. Um, animated, so we're, vo- vo- we're so a voice actor. Voice actor. Yeah. So they can look, however, and then we just choose somebody to voice them. Yes, um, Morgan Freeman. No, it, he's got a vibe. Morgan Freeman has a vibe, and I, I don't feel like it's the right Josh vibe. Brolin. That might work, actually. That actually Josh would Brolin? work. I could see that. Benedict Cumberbatch. Maybe could see that. Benedict Cumberbatch usually goes, whether live action or animated, for the characters that are like the nerdy dudes. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman voicing Tarzan? Actually, yeah. Like, actually, yeah, I could see that. And he could sing. That's true. He could sing with Phil Collins. Yeah. I would love a duet between Hugh Jackman and Phil Collins. Like, no joke. Like, that would be amazing. What do you got there for grief? What about Matthew Mercer? <laughs> Nathan Fillion. I do like Nathan Fillion, but again, I feel like he's got a vibe and it's not quite the right vibe for this Tarzan. Who's the guy? He plays in the Mummy movies. Brendan Fraser? Yep, that one. I could see that as the voice Brendan actor. Brendan Fraser played the live action Tarzan in those like weird Tarzan movies. Exactly. Wait, really? Yeah, he oh. did. No, I thought he played George of the Jungle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's basically Tarzan. Whoa. They are very different George characters. of the Jungle plays with rubber trees. George of the Jungle is a comedy character. Yeah. Very different. And Tarzan yeah. is a tragedy. I mean, our Tarzan is more of a tragedy. That's certainly true. Also, if this is your first time listening to Pop Life Talk, fun fact, guess what? Most of our characters end in tragedy. No, that's not true. No, not end in tragedy. Have tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what makes good characters. What about, um, oh, dang it. What's his name? I have no idea. Uh, he is in Prometheus and in Alien Covenant, and he's the Danny android. Danny McBride? He's oh, no. android. Oh, oh. Um, Although Danny McBride, no, I'm kidding. Um, Michael Fassbender. Michael yeah, Fassbender. Fassbender. Voicing Tark. This Tarzan, hmm. yes, James McAvoy. No, Michael Fassbender. Uh, I think if we're voice actor, I think that Michael Fassbender has more of the vibe that we would want for Pat- this kind of Tarzan. Patrick Stewart. I mean, I can't say no to Patrick Stewart, so <laughs> I have to say yes. But, but I'm, I'm also saying yes to Michael Fassbender because Michael Fassbender can do the calm, like crazy, but also like crazy, crazy. Yeah. Like when he's in a rage or something. Yeah. I, I like Michael Fassbender. That's a good choice. He's a good actor. Yeah. He's, he's I'm good. going with Michael Fassbender. That's my pick. Uh, one one other suggestion, Brad Pitt. No. <laughs> Michael Fassbender. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Does Phil Collins t- still draw the music? Obviously. Yes. Oh, yes. With uh, at least one or two new hit singles exclusively on the soundtrack. I was going to say Billie Eilish, but it's cool. Billie Eilish yes, to do the difference. soundtrack? Mm-hmm. The whole thing. That'd nope. be a very different vibe. <laughs> Whoa, that would be different. Yeah, it'd be really different. Because she's the bad guy. Okay. I mean, I I don't mind a lot of her music. I, I, I like music. it. But again, thinking in terms of the 
the aesthetic that we want for the Tarzan that we've that we've created. Logic. No. Phil Collins featuring Logic, though. Actually, think about it. I'm okay with it. Kendrick Kendrick Lamar. (laughs) Are you saying words to say words? He did a great job on Black Panther. Again, a very different vibe. A little more intense. Yeah. This is more of an intense. Not just intense. Like the, The whole aesthetic is very different. Fine. We can keep it as Phil Collins. Are you disappointed by Phil Collins? No. Darn right you're not. Dang straight. Other suggestions for tarzan it's not a power thing it's just a genetic abnormality uh on his right foot he has an extra toe okay he just does it doesn't hinder him at all it doesn't really assist him at all he just has an extra toe it's a fun fact about tarzan maybe actually in in one uh of the the stories when he's like out of his comfort zone and like in a city or something he like pokes that toe through a hole in his shoe and that's how he like touches the ground and connects Uh, to the ground think <laughs> what not. are you, Nick? What do you want to add? Any last minute things? No. Nothing? Mm-mm. Nothing at all? No. What color are his eyes, Nick? Green. See? One new thing. There we go. That was already the color of his eyes. I thought they were gray. No, that's in the books and the movies. They're like, no, they might be brown. Well, they're green now. That's what matters. Green and red hair. And then I would like him to not live forever. <laughs> I oh, want yeah. him to I, die. I don't no, want just him. not immortal. Not immortal. I, you Same. want him to die. I mean, by wishing him to not be immortal, that's kind of the point. That's all I'm hearing. I, I do want him to eventually die. I do want that. I'm I'm on board with you, Riley. He'll be 90 years old and a cheetah will come. Or a leopard will come. And he'll cheetah. be like, this is he's fitting. Out, he's out in the savannah now. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of Popular Apocrypha. Um, we hope that you like our reimagining of Tarzan, and if you don't, let us know. But in order to do that, you have to reach us, uh, reach us, reach out to us uh, uh, on our socials or on our website. Again, you can find us on all the socials at Papapoc Podcast, P O P A P O C Podcast, and you can find us on our uh, interwebs at www.popapoc.com. And uh, please, please, please just reach out. Let us know what you think. And let us know if you have any suggestions for characters we should answer or uh, change or talk about or any of that stuff whatsoever. Or if you're plugged into the Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash P-O-P-A-P-O-C. If you have suggestions for appendices episodes we can do, um, that'd be awesome as well. Things that you want us to talk about, subjects, um, different parts of media that maybe you've had questions about or things that you like to talk about we'd love to talk about so anyway thank you guys so so much again we can't do this without you and we really really appreciate you getting involved so other than that final thoughts boys don't become a vengeful rage monster that kills your parents sweet dreams sometimes all you need is an extra toe all you need is toe No, Randy Savage is the cream of the crop. And you know the cream always rises to the top, brother.